Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Welcome back. Hello, I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. Normally we take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that in our opinions have not received the respect they deserve, but this is my... Holiday, Halloween, so I get to pick a movie. It's almost like kind of the spooky season, so you get to pick whatever spooky movie you want. So I picked 2017's It. Yeah, that's right. He made Elaine watch It. <laughs> Mo, I saw most of it. You some of the it, whole thing. Some of it was viewed through my sweater <laughs> as I hid my face. And there was one point where I left the room to go get a cup of coffee because I couldn't handle any more. And the best part was when she left, nothing happened. <laughs> well, I didn't leave because of Pennywise. I left because of Beverly's dad. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We took a break in the middle for dinner, but we did watch the whole thing. I just said, I can't deal with... I said, I can't watch him rape his daughter, and I left the room. He doesn't rape his daughter. <laughs> doesn't matter. I couldn't deal with it. I left the room and went and made a cup of coffee. And by the time I came back, they had moved out. <laughs> Well, this is a 7.3 on IMDb and 85% Rotten Tomatoes and 84% audience score. What about Metacritic? Was it like 106? <laughs> Metacritic, I don't know, probably 4%. You know how they are. It costs, it's, it's, um, it's has two, two um, interesting things that keep set it apart. It's one of the most, it's, it, what, when I read the thing, it said it was the most, but it may have been beaten by now, but it's one of the most successful movies ever made. Cost thirty five million, made seven hundred and one million. Wow, hmm. um, that that is crazy. Yeah, its trailer until Avengers Endgame, its trailer um, was the most viewed thing on YouTube so in twenty four hours. So this is the biggest return on investment. Yeah, but Endgame beat it <laughs> by like I think it was I, I forget what is it. Which oh, okay. is also crazy considering got, how much Endgame cost. It got one hundred and ninety seven million views. In 24 hours, but then Avengers Endgame beat it. Wow. Um, 69 Metacritic. Wow. That seems low, but we all know Metacritic is just <laughs> they're fucking pretty vicious. <laughs> it's written by Gary Doberman, who did the Nun, the An- Annabelle movie. I don't know anything about the Annabelle movies. Annabelle, isn't that about a creepy run. doll? Yeah. Yes. Creepy dolls are bad. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> you mean kind of like a little psycho doll with a knife that goes underneath the door? <laughs> Do you know how many people? Uh, you know, I follow the horror uh-huh. stuff. Do you know how many people talk about that movie? Uh-huh. About how scary it was? Yeah, about how it was such a big movie and it was so important yeah. and it was so scary. I, yeah, never, yeah, yeah, yeah. I barely remembered it until you mentioned it. And then, like, I've, that's all I've heard people talk about, especially Halloween. But Speaking of scary dolls, Cross thought it was funny that I was that scared of it. Mm-hmm. And I asked him what his what he, what he was most afraid what he thought the scariest horror No, I asked him what he thought the scariest horror movie was. And he said, Chucky. Really? Um, it is his favorite horror series, but he apparently watched Chucky as a small child no, and was no. so terrified that he later then watched the entire series to get over his fear of Chucky. That's one way to do it. He said he it watched immersion. it at Jeffrey's house, so he had to have been like nine, which is peak terrifying knowledge, yeah. I think. I watched the new one not too long ago. John goes, even Brad of Chucky? And Cross goes, yes, I've seen it. like, okay, that's Shut commitment. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched anyone. Is it any good? It's okay. It's weird because it's 
different. Obviously, there's no voodoo curse in it. The voodoo That's curse. A good movie without I'm not a watching. Voodoo curse. Yeah, it's okay. It's got it's they they lean into it and try to make it funnier. But how does you become? I remember. AI robot. I remember another horror movie okay. that well, we watched no. like as a Saturday no. afternoon classic. No. No. If it's not a, I was a child, no, possessed that was doll. about the dolls. Point? I mean, it's, life. it's still got some funny parts in it, but yeah, AI. Some about creepy AI, dolls. Really? Dolls are creepy. Dolls are creepier than clowns. The only thing creepier than clowns and dolls is a clown doll. Is a clown doll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the trifecta. Obviously, it's also written by Stephen King. Welcome back to the podcast, Pet Cemetery and Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. It was de- directed by Andy Muschietti. Um, That's a good name for a horror director. Mama, I don't know. But oh, Mama was supposed to be I really heard about good. That <laughs> the interesting thing about him, though, was he was supposed to direct the Mummy, but he couldn't deal with Tom Cruise. That's so, interesting. So instead of doing Mummy, he did Mama. Mama is supposed to be re- was supposed to be really good. Yeah, I don't. I, don't know I heard. That. I heard. I heard. He, you know, he's going to redo the um, the Danzig video, Mother, Mother, to do the trifecta. This is starring Jaden Martell, I mean, from Knives Out. He was Bill. Uh, Jeremy Taylor is from 42. That's Ben. Sophia Lillis is from Sharp Objects. That's Beverly. Finn Wolfhard. Uh, Richie is from, obviously, Stranger Things. Which Uh, wasn't obvious to me because I never watched that. Oh. Me neither. Chosen Jacobs. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mike is from Hawaii Five-0, the new series. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Grazer is Eddie. He's from Shazam. Shazam. Yep. Uh, Wyatt Olaf Stanley is uh, welcome back to the podcast because he was he played young Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. Um, and Pennywise Bill Scar Scarsgard was uh, Zeitgeist in Deadpool Two. Okay. I will say Aaron watched it with us, and when we took our break for dinner, she said, "Do you know?" For some reason, I thought we were watching the old It, and I was like, man, this movie looks really good. Man, that kid looks just like that dude from Stranger Things. <laughs> and then I think I was able it took to... me way too long to realize. <laughs> I feel like I'd be able to tell the difference in who was, well, if Tim Curry was playing Pennywise. Yeah. We had... Neither of us had ever seen either of them, so I don't. I don't know. I just thought that was a funny. It was more of a straightforward clown instead of. Well, they didn't have any CGI teeth. So I got two reviews. Okay. This one's from Carl Harvey, 1972. Candy-coated perversity directed at an age group that should not be watching. What is this horror for kids? This movie convinces me that the world has gone mad. This is entertainment for what age group exactly? If it's for adults, why is there so much childish humor and dialogue um, at an age group that should be watch that shouldn't be watching this level of blood, guts, and graphic mur- murder? He's fun at parties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is more terrifying than it's happening to kids. <laughs> the second review is. Rama, and he gave it a 1 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one is Rama. Not a 5 out of 10. <laughs> that lukewarm. This movie's terrible. Nine. Six. <laughs> this one's from Rama Screen. Uh, the brand new It movie scared the heck out of me, and I don't throw that around loosely because just when you thought Annabelle creation may have set the bar for this year, bam, it comes along and smashes that bar to pieces. 10 out of 10, take the boat, Georgie. And then he goes on about Stranger Things. Funny thing about the name Georgie. There's another character 
called Georgie in a, in a movie where someone comes from far away, floats in. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins and It. They have a lot of similarities, and they both have a thing for red balloons. Hmm. You're not going to... They're both magical. They both... Yes. Go more in-depth into this? You brought it up. Are you... <laughs> well, since you ask. <laughs> this isn't my theory. Some dude got it on YouTube, and I was like, that's interesting. They both take care of children? Because they both go to children, but one thrives on screams, and the other thrives on, like, laughter and feeling good. Sound familiar? Monsters, Inc. Okay. Yeah. But instead, and this guy's like, it's just like Monsters, Inc., because they figured out that laughter is, is better. It's like, no, because Mary Poppins comes back every 25 years, and Pennywise comes back every 27 years, which means that screams and fear is more potent because you get two more years of rest if you get him to scream. Well, the thing with it is he's supposed to be like an alien, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they never. Well, it's not they, an alien. It's from another dimension. Yeah. Or an interdimension, interdimensional his, being. Where I shit you not, his foe is a giant turtle. Okay. When did they discuss that? Is they, that in the they, book? Yeah, they left all that out. Uh, there's the a lot in the book that I've heard about that I'm glad yeah. was not in this movie. Yeah. Um, Turtles. But there's dog hair on your iPhone. But I will say that. If they're from the same universe, it makes sense that they could be different species of being. So maybe it's not just that the power of screams is more potent. It's maybe there's just like different genders. Or maybe different, someone, yeah, white chocolate and dark chocolate. Or it Everybody's could be the difference between chimpanzees and gorillas. Mm -hmm. mm, but it, it, it's a think piece. Mm. It's a think piece. Definitely. Think about it next time you watch Mary Poppins. A spoonful of sugar. What was in that sugar? Sugar. Gray, gray water. <laughs> what was in that medicine? Sugar. But what was in the medicine? What sugar was, was in, in the sugar? No, no. Gazebo. What was in the medicine she was giving them? That was never specified. Those kids weren't sick. Hallucinogenic mushrooms. <laughs> Speaking of which, what do you think going in, Carly? I thought, let's get it over with. <laughs> I've been putting off watching this movie since it came out. John? I thought... Hey, I've wanted to see this, and I haven't got a chance to see this because there's no way Elaine would want to see this. <laughs> Elaine. I thought, I want him to do the movies he wants to do. <laughs> I will not complain. I will do she, my best to watch, him the, to watch this movie because I don't give a shit whether people like my movies or not. Clearly. And I'm going to give everybody else on this podcast the benefit of the doubt, and I will not complain, and he can pick whatever movie he wants. That's what I thought, and I still stand by that. What? I don't care. You pick your thing, and I will watch it. I will say, after watching this movie, I have realized how easy you've been taking it on me, and I appreciate that. <laughs> but it's really not necessary. I will watch the creepy, scary well, things. Well, to make you guys try not to make you watch movies that are just really terrible and not funny or well. I think sick. the problem is the really, really scary ones do really well. Yeah, because they're really scary. So then they don't really qualify for our podcast. That and the ones that don't do well are mostly the campy ones, which are way easier to watch. Because I like camp. That or the ones that are really, really scary tend to have stuff in it that you don't want to talk about. You know, yeah. Like session nine started getting into that area where you're just like <sighs> that scared the shit. Out of me. <laughs> this is just getting to the edge where it's getting into stuff. I still find session talk about. nine still one of your Oreos. There's something about, like, mental illness and possession that is just so upsetting in my brain. Very terrifying. Audra, have you watched Session 9 yet? I have to know what you think. It's on, <laughs> it's on Netflix right now. Is it? Is it? Audra, have you watched Session 9 yet? I I'm really so want to know I don't what you have think. Netflix anymore. 
Also, this movie came out uh, 27 years after the original came out. Well, then. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm sure they did that on purpose. I'm sure they did, too. <clears throat> the film starts with the WB logo. A child is singing. The logo breaks apart and reforms into the New Line Cinema logo. Hey, I missed them. Mm-hmm. Um, begins to pour as a single red balloon floats up to the sky and then thunder rolls. And the thunder roll. I do like the balloons. Something about... I don't know if they're all computer generated or something, or but something about how red and shiny all the balloons are. <laughs> I really... I like that a lot. I don't think Elaine's going to want me to do the Pennywise voice. <laughs> She's already, I haven't done it yet. She's already mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we pull into a small suburban neighborhood. We catch up with uh, Bill Denbro and his little brother, Georgie. Georgie. Georgie wants <laughs> Bill to go out into the rain and play with, um, play with him, but Bill fakes like he's sick and refuses. He does, however, make a small paper boat for Georgie to float in the rain pools. He gets paraffin wax and uh, brushes it. Who that hanging out in their basement? Not me. No. We have some. We don't have a basement. Do we really? Yeah. Well, uh, but you build things in the garage. Mm-hmm. I used to have, like, candy wax in the kitchen because sometimes you would need it for a recipe, but... Hmm. Well, he coats the paper boat in it. It writes Georgie's name on it. And then uh, little Georgie throws on his raincoat and galoshes and is out the door. Galoshes. He puts so it was it, like that word galoshes. I don't know why. He puts it in the uh, drain, I guess, the little side of the road. Mm, I guess you call runoff. The drain. current of it goes to the drain. Yeah, I would say it's runoff from the rain. In Makes the, like a little river. And if you've ever gone splashing in puddles as a child, which I did, the river. That's the second yeah. Garth Brooks song we've mentioned in the last two minutes. <laughs> See how far we can go with this. What, isn't there one called Red Strokes? The red yeah. one. Bring it up during the bathroom scene. Mm. Oh. I have to say, they have quite a sewer system because that water is moving fast. If well, you go by our pretty house hard. in the rain. Well, Norfolk has terrible. It's barely moving. That's because <laughs> you just flood. Yeah. Well, the sewers are a lot bigger in Derry <laughs> because yeah. they're big enough for people to hang out in. They're like Gotham sewers. Like people can live in there and stuff. Yeah, the, they Ninja really turtles. have the sewer system of a big city for such a tiny little yeah. town. Well, it's where Pennywise lives. <laughs> so he put he, uh, it gets caught in the current, flies down the street. George is running after it, um, oh, no. and he's not watching. Smashes his head into one of those roadblock signs. Um, he's lost his gain. He's lost the gain on the boat and panics and starts to follow it, but it heads straight down into a drain. He screams out no, as it goes in, and uh, Georgie's scared that Bill will be pissed. He sticks his head close to the drain to see if maybe he can see it in there. And two red eyes appear. And then Elaine yells for the first time. Georgie yells. <laughs> yes. It's Pennywise, the dancing clown. He introduces himself and slowly wins Georgie over. Mm-hmm. An older woman steps out onto the porch and sees the kid sees the kid with his face in the sewer drain, but doesn't, but doesn't do, do anything. <laughs> now, just so we can do this, it's not your kid. The town has a thing over it where nobody yeah. cares about. I'm it. sorry, I paid attention with fat when the fat kids research. Okay. All right. He said that's. Adults are six more times to go missing, and with kids, it's even worse. Worse. And doesn't Stephen King do a, set a lot of his stories in Derry? I mean, I know his stuff's yeah. all I mean, intercorrected, but he I, did what's called the universe. But I paid attention. I I admired that weird kid's attention to research in town. <laughs> he needs he <wasn't> friends. <laughs> but um, 
if a little kid is putting their face by a storm drain, I'm going to say, what are you doing? <laughs> do you need a stick? Because do you need a stick? Michael's parents died in a club. One, I think it was the cook or someone who worked there was the, the guy from The Shining. He was the black guy in The Shining. What I don't remember his name. Uh, it was in one what of the. About? I watched uh, ten facts you didn't know about the, about it. And I was like, oh. So the little the, but I, they didn't die in a club. I thought they died in his house. He said he was in the next room. They were in. A, it was oh, a that fire. Was the book that he died in the, in the club, right? Yeah, no, yeah. The, the, the dark spot or something like that. Oh, the black spot. Black yeah. spot. The the race racist people burned a club down and killed a bunch of black people at a black club and it called the dark spot or something like that. In the story. But in the book, but they changed it. Yeah, where but his parents were killed at his house. It's a separate thing, I think. They did talk about burning down the dark spot, the club. Yeah. In, God, I can't remember their names, so I just called them, I just called this kid the fat kid. Ben. ben. His name is Ben. ben. <laughs> Don't call him the fat kid. The new kid, the new kid. <laughs> I do call him new kid and homeschool kid. Yeah. And tits. I'm not calling that kid tits. <laughs> well, Penny, Pennywise gets... Why not? We're going to have tit talk. Gets Georgie laughing, uh, but then goes quiet, and then his left eye drifts off. Uh, Georgie gets nervous and says, he's got to go. Pennywise says, that's fine, but don't you want your boat back? And Georgie slowly reaches his hand for it, and Pennywise tears his arm off with his razor teeth. You didn't... But you didn't get to say, Georgie, Georgie screams and crawls away, uh, but Pennywise drags him back into the sewers. The older lady hears Georgie scream, looks, but all she sees is the blood trail going down into the sewers. She's like, well, that must be nothing. And we get the title. It, it. I thought she looked like maybe she was going to call the police now. That she, the kid has disappeared and there's just a red pole. Maybe she was related to Pennywise. I think she's just there so that somebody knows what happened to Georgie. Because otherwise Georgie just went missing, not... He went into the sewer drain or something. I think she's just there to show, to reinforce the idea that people don't care. That too. So we cut a year later. She didn't need to be there, though. We meet Mike Hanlon, a young uh, black kid learning how to slaughter sheep. That's poor kid. They use the air air piston system gun thing from No Country for Old Men to pop their heads open. Mike doesn't want to do it. And uh, is that that his uncle? It's his grandfather. Grandfather. Grandfather gets upset. He says, you're either the sheep or the butcher in this world, and if you don't make that choice, somebody else will make it for you. Um, your father at your age, I'm not my father. We cut to uh, high school. I, now, the way I took it was this, they're freshmen in high school, and the other guys are seniors because they're 18 and they're 14. Right? No, they said on the, on the missing poster for the bully that goes missing, it said he was 15. I thought it said he was 18. I thought it said he was 15. I don't know. I, didn't know. I wasn't paying that much so, attention. So, <laughs> I assume, you, John? <laughs> I assume that they were like 13. The older boys? Do you think no, it's the like boys. Oh. combined middle and high school because it's such a small town? Maybe. I don't know, but I swear to God, I thought that poster said he was 15. Okay. Well, either but, way. I mean, I Let's, could be. Can we split the difference and say he was sixteen and three quarters? <laughs> like just a. Somebody had a car, so yeah. Somebody in that friends group was sixteen. Well, we got to least. Car was the yeah. cops kid that turned into a Henry. serial Henry. killer. Well, we'll we cut to I'll say high school for now. Yeah. Uh, where we meet Richie and Eddie leaving with Bill. Richie wears glasses, always making inappropriate jokes. Eddie's a germaphobe that always has crazy outlandish facts. And they discuss their friend Stan. He's Jewish. He's going to be bar mitzvahed. 
and they're talking about trying to understand what is going to happen as little kids would. Stan shows up and sets them straight. No, they are going to cut the end of his dick off at the temple. They already did that when he was a baby. <laughs> they don't. Which is he what he should have said. <laughs> um, then they're walking down and the halls. The voice doesn't crack. <laughs> they're walking down the halls and they all get quiet as they pass the school bullies. They have Henry, he's a psychopath. Um, Victor looks like Tilda Swinton from everything. Mm-hmm. Patrick looks like uh, less sane Kylo Ren. And Belch. His name's Belch. That's the, the stocky ones? Yeah. That's, that's a terrible name. What they call them. They try not to make eye contact and then haul ass. I will say, at one point, Henry's power mullet was going to be my favorite tertiary object. <laughs> until ben. they caught Ben and he pulled out his knife. Yeah. And then I said, no longer will this power mullet <laughs> be my favorite tertiary said, object. What is he doing to that kid? I said, it's a movie. Yeah. At first I thought he was going to go lower with that knife. We'll oh. get there. He's going to circumcise him. Just nip the tip. So the females of the school have their bullies too. And we, and we see this as our uh, female soon-to-be club member, Beverly, is hiding in a bathroom stall smoking uh, when Greta shows up and her and her friends dump a trash can full of water and shit on her head and call her a slut. Hot, wet garbage. I know it's hot. I assumed. It's June. Cold, wet garbage doesn't sound as good. Hot, wet garbage sounds Well, it's worse. June, so. But dairy's also in New England, so it's not that hot. It depends on your definition of hot. But I'm sure that, but hot, wet garbage would stink more, so I assume it's hot. Outside, the boys all dump their notebooks into the trash can. Which was funny. And uh, make their first summer break plans. But Bill wants them all to continue to look for Georgie near the sewer dump. They see class uh, classmate's mother with the police looking for her missing daughter. Uh, Richie says she's dead and rotting. I don't understand what they're looking for. But Bill looks at him, and then he realizes what he said, and he apologizes. The police in this town suck. <laughs> all these kids missing. They're like, I don't know. We'll just hang out at the school and see if we can find them. Maybe they'll show up. This is the worst police department we've encountered. <laughs> you know where they need to get a uh, tip from? <laughs> Shadowbrook would handle this motherfucker. This is definitely Shadowbrook would have handled this in the fucking You know what? It's too bad Officer Sapir didn't retire in this fucking town or he would have cleaned this mess up pronto. <laughs> so the bullies show up. He did kick Pennywise in the nards. <laughs> And they throw all. I kind of want to watch Monster Squad. <laughs> Me too. I, I was hoping it was on fucking something, but it's not on right now. Yeah, I'll let you borrow a copy. I got, okay. Yeah, I got two. Yeah, one's wrapped in case it's worth something. something. <laughs> so uh, the bullies show up and throw all the boys to one's the ground. Mint in the box. Exactly. It's like those guys in high school would buy comic books. They'd buy two of them, one to read and one to keep in conditions so they could sell it later. It's like I did not do that. So anyway, uh, so they throw all the boys to the ground except for Bill. Bill yells at Henry, uh, but stutters. Henry stops, turns around, and he says, Look, I gave you the year off because of your little brother, but that's mm-hmm. over, and you're dead meat. Then he uh, squares up with Bill, um, but then he sees that his father, we don't know his father yet, but, but police his police father, police officer father is watching, so Henry backs off. He licks his hand and wipes it on his face and leaves. Which is gross. Calls him an F-bomb. The boys all watch as Billy, uh, as the bully crew... Jump jump into what is that a uh, uh, Trans Am? Trans Am. Yeah. Well, Henry's car. It's kind of hard to tell. And they run off wondering how bad their retaliation is going to be. 
Uh, let me catch up with the last We're member. We're going to assume it's a Camaro because that kid is too much of a shithead to own a cool-ass Trans Am. I think, uh, really? Drake, I think it's Dracoy, Dracoy Malfoy or whatever's car, though. Draco Malfoy? Yeah. I don't know. Tilda Swinton. Mm-hmm. Tilda Swinton? <laughs> we catch up with the last member, Ben. Uh, he's the overweight new kid. Uh, he's trying to get a hold of his uh, bike and ride it with, with his book bag dragging him down and a diorama he made. He's blocking a stair, stairway exit for Beverly. Um, he moves, but his old diorama falls and breaks into a pile, and then his bike falls over. He's a mess. He has his headphones on. Beverly says, uh, don't worry, Henry's on the other side of the school looking for him, so you should be safe. But then she pulls his headphones off to see what he's listening to. It's new kids on the block. I can't <laughs> Beverly laughs at the iron. Which I heard a lot in 89 because my sister was oh, one of those. My sister was crazy. God. Yeah. I had to go see him in concert. Wow. Because I was a little kid and couldn't stay home. I'm like, why can't I just stay home? My friend Kim. I had to go see New Kids on the Block, I gotta, I gotta Tommy Page, you. and Tiffany. Off <laughs> you love Tiffany. Um, my friend Kim well, was... I think we're alone now. My friend Children Kim... Children behave... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was... You know what? I get, I get the feeling. Never mind. I want to go to the mall now. It's not important. <laughs> you were saying? No. Okay. Okay. Um... Do, 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 do. New first kids time, on the block. First yeah. time Elaine hasn't really wanted to tell her story. She signs his yearbook. Yeah, she she pulls his yearbook out. Um, there's says, "Let me sign it." She stops and sees that nobody else has signed it, which is sad. She signs her name in three hearts. Ben is ecstatic, and he's definitely smitten. He's a smitten kid. Um, and I was going to ask Elaine and Carly, how is this meet cute rate? <laughs> I mean, I for come. a meet cute, it's pretty good. But it's clear that it's this is going to be a case of unrequited love, and I feel bad for this kid mm-hmm. because she's pretty and nice to him because she's a nice person, and he instantly falls in love with her. But it's not going to end in his favor. Mm-hmm. No, actually, it does. Do Spoilers. they get married? Spoilers. Do they get married? Can't say. In it, chapter two. I'm not watching that movie. Well, I'm not going to say I'm not watching not that, that movie. You know I <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's I'm gonna, sure Tony would be really amused by watching It Chapter 2 with me as I spent the whole movie like this. <laughs> should put that picture on the Facebook page. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you'd find it as scary because they're not kids in it. You know what I mean? So it's a what little scarier. Professor the, Xavier. The thing that I find scary is the buildup. Yeah. If it was just, if it was quicker, if he just jumped out, if he attacked them quicker it wouldn't be as bad but it's the creepy atmospheric buildup like the thing with georgie it was scary because his eyes came out Mm -hmm. right but then they started talking and you stop he stops almost he makes georgie laugh he's kind of funny and you relax and then he bites off georgie's arm and it's so much more terrifying because he made georgie like the thing that, that the thing that I liked about it that was eerie to me was how and he only does it like a couple times. I think he does it more on the second one. He'll talk to him and he'll be like, "Yeah, you know, I like popcorn and stuff." And then he'll go, "And I really like." And then he'll just kind of trail off for a second, and then drool will come out of his mouth. And I was like, "God damn!" Well, it said in the trivia, there's not a lot of interesting trivia on this. Well, it was very boring trivia, actually. Yeah. But one robot. thing, one <laughs> thing I thought was interesting is that he only had four minutes of dialogue total in this yeah. entire movie. Which, which was, is a lot of it's wasted anyway. It's just, hey, hey, you know, laughing or saying some stupid phrase. He only has one really good scene. At the very end, yeah. talks, but... 
Um, Bill gets home. His father's pissed. Bill has set up a replica of the city sewer system and is systematically checking each for Georgie. His father has told him repeatedly to stop. Georgie is gone. He's dead. He yells at him about how he's dead. Mike is riding his bike to deliver meat to various various shops that his grandfather, I guess, has a deal with uh, when he sees the bullies, and he turns down an alley to hide. The door starts to smoke outside. Which, why didn't you just go into the shop? This really bothered me. He's at a butcher shop to deliver lamb. Mm-hmm. I like, no I make lamb. But they'll wait all outside. he had to do was go inside. There's adults there. Yes, but they'll wait outside for him. But they wouldn't have seen him if he went inside. The whole point was to hide from him. All he had to do was walk in the door, and then they wouldn't see him either. Yeah, it's not, not going to work. Didn't make any sense. You've never been a bully. You don't understand. <laughs> never been to Singapore. Ah, clearly. <laughs> a door starts to smoke, and a bunch of hands reach out, calling for help as they burn to death. The door opens, and in the back we see Pennywise, uh, like in the meat section. Yeah, hanging um, off a meat hook as if Stallone's going to come and punch him. <laughs> Just then the bullies haul ass towards him and almost run him over and Henry flicks a cigarette at him and tells him to get out of his town uh, we get up to we catch up with Stanley he's uh, practicing his Torah reading he goes to the he disappoints his father with his pronunciation his or whatever he's not, not doing it right mm-hmm. he goes to the back office where he see he uh, apparently keeps seeing this painting of this ollie-shaped woman playing a flute, and he covers his eyes as he passes it, but then he sees that it's crooked, goes back to straighten it, straightens it, then it falls down, and when he goes to hang it back up, it's gone, and then the person comes out for him out, out of the darkness behind him and chases him around. Later, Eddie, Bill, and Richie are packing bags to go exploring in the sewers uh, for Georgie. Eddie's scared. It's dirty. Uh, Richie opens a cabinet in Eddie's kitchen that's packed from the ceiling to the floor with prescription medicine. He asks if it's his mom's birth control. It's a joke. He says, yeah, birth control's for your sister. (laughs) They leave Eddie's mom. They leave, and Eddie's mom warns him about his allergies and asks him for a goodbye kiss. He begrudgingly does it. Then Richie asks her if he can get one, too. And even Eddie's mom chuckles. We cut to Ben. <clears throat> He's writing a postcard poem for Beverly. Your hair is winter fire, January embers. My heart burns there too. From a secret admirer. He looks out the window. He sees the other boys fly by on their bikes. And a librarian slams a book down on Ben's table. She wants to know, why is he hiding in here instead of playing out with his friends? Um, this there. bitch. Rubbing it in. Don't you have any friends? <laughs> wow. This was the 80s. You were allowed to be mean to little kids. That... That was uncalled for. Well, Obviously, if, if he had friends, like he wouldn't be researching this creepy-ass shit. Um, not that you'll ever watch this again, but if for some reason you do ever watch this again, it's pretty cool because that's Pennywise. The librarian? Yeah. And you know that because she slams the book down, asks him if he has any friends because Pennywise always wants to know if you have any friends because mm-hmm. as long as you're alone, he can kill you. Then if you watch, she walks into the back of the shot and turns around and leans forward and smiles and just sits there watching him the whole time. Now, see, I noticed that, and I mm-hmm. thought, and I wondered, is that Pennywise as the librarian? Yeah. Because then the book gets creepy, but then later, after... We'll keep going. Oh, well, the thing that's cool about it is you see the right side, or left side, and it's her, and then it cuts back to Ben, and then it cuts back to the back, you see her again, and then it slides over, and you see her sitting at the desk. 
So ah. it wasn't her. So it wasn't her. Okay, because I noticed she was creepy, but then he starts looking at the book, and um, he runs into her later in the library after he gets the sh- We should watch it again. Just shit scared sure. out of him. Then I thought, well, maybe I was just kind of imagining it. Ben's looking through the book. He finds out that there was a circus a long time ago that caught fire, killed 88 children. Um, and we see Pennywise in the picture uh, at the bottom. Um, what do you call that? In the pictures of the aftermath, you can see pieces of children in the trees. The camera focuses on a child's head in the branches. So ben is apparently onto something. Kids keep disappearing and no one seems to care. Then we see a red balloon float in. Ben follows it and is chased by a burned, decapitated kid from the picture. He runs from the library, um, but runs into Henry and Billy and the bully crew. They drag him to a covered bridge. They take turns tormenting him and beating him. And a car drives by. Ben screams for help, but they just keep on going by. And then we see a red balloon pop up in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Ben screams in Henry's face, and then Henry loses it, punches, punches him repeatedly again, pulls out a switchblade, and carves an H into Ben's stomach because he's, he's going to carve his whole name, name into across- it. What? <laughs> even this is even Henry's crew is like, whoa. I'm sorry, there's bullying, and then there's whatever psychotic thing this kid is doing. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought he was going to, like, honest to God, thought he was going to, like, nick him in the balls. Mm. But oh, no. nick bag. I thought he was going to nick the bag. Nick the bag. Which would have yeah. been bad enough, but By carving his name into, yeah. into a kid's B-A-G-G-E. stomach. How, how are you not getting in trouble? Like, look, I get that I'm going to stay quiet because this kid is bullying me. If I'm the girl, if I'm Beverly, I'm not going to say anything about the girls dropping hot trash on me. But if you're a kid, you can't hide someone carved Henry on your stomach. <laughs> no, you can't. Like, Especially how, not in the summer. <laughs> like, you go home, you're bleeding, your parents lift up your shirt. It's not just like you got punched in the face. Some kid's name is on your belly. Yeah. They're going to find out who Henry is, and he's going to get in trouble for that. Like, yeah. This yeah, he wrote his ha- own name. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, he's obviously not intelligent. Yeah. It's not like he wrote tits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This psychotic behavior is... Well, he does this because his father is crazy and overbearing and abusive of him, so he's paying it forward. Well, obviously he's a psychopath, and he would be a killer whether he was influenced by Pennywise or not. But how is this... He's in the sequel. It's upsetting. Well, um... While Henry is distracted by the car driving by, Ben kicks Henry in the chest and rolls backwards down a mountain. And falls down the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> falls quite a while. Henry and his crew chase. He's like, oh, Jesus, help me, help me, Lord. And he's just, he falls for like 20 and minutes. And he's like, like thank the, God like I fell down flag. a fucking mountain. <laughs> As you wish. But Henry loses his knife in this chase. Uh, he starts panicking. His father will kill him if he loses his blade. The rest of his crew chase after the kids, and he and Tilda Swinton stay and look for the sword. It's not Tilda Swinton. The knife. We catch up with Richie, Eddie, Bill, and Stan checking the large sewer runoff tunnel. Eddie's explaining how all the plants are poison ivy, and Bill and Richie go in, but Eddie and Stan are not going in. That's gray water. It's basically piss and shit. Ever heard of a staph infection? Listeria? I'm not going in there. I mean, that kid ain't wrong. Ben, uh, Bill finds a shoe. The rest of them hold their breath thinking it's Georgie's, but no, Georgie wore galoshes. But this is the, it does have the name of the missing girl from earlier in the story on it. Who puts their names in their shoes? Mm-hmm. Oh, I will Little say, kids, no. I will say that I went to camp as a child and you put your name in stuff so that it didn't get mixed up with other kids' stuff. 
So you know whose shirts were whose and whose shoes were whose and whose pillowcase belonged to who. Mm-hmm. In Whoville? Yes. I think it's it's that kind of a situation when they do it. I had a student that did it, but she lived in a home. Like a group home, yeah. Yeah, so everything had her name on it. I didn't go to summer camp. I know you didn't, but... We um, went to the beach. But I feel like this is something you do if your kids ever go to camp or anything like that. Okay. So or Eddie's, maybe the kid just like to write her names in things. Kids do that, too. So Eddie and Stan won't budge. They're not going in. But Bill says, if I were her, I'd want someone to find me. Or Georgie. Stan says, look, it's summer. We're supposed to be having fun, and this is scary and disgusting. Then Ben collapses in front of them in, in the lake, I don't know, ru- uh, river. Because he's been running this yeah. whole yeah. time. He's beaten and bloody. The boys rush to help him. Because they're good kids. Kylo Ren finds a different sewer entrance and goes in using hairspray. I think it's hairspray and a lighter. Yeah, I don't he's, know what it was. He's making himself a little blowtorch here. Yeah. And he taunts Ben running through the sewer, saying he can't hide forever. But Ben isn't there. Just a ton of mutilated children. Kylo runs in and is chased down by a red balloon, but then it pops, revealing Pennywise, and then he is eaten. I was like, so he's dead, right, like, after another minute or so. And Tony's like, Kylo Ren? Yeah. And I'm like, is that the same dude? No, it's not. Tony's just calling him that. And is like 30. I know. And this kid is like... I was like, what? You know what's interesting and refreshing about this? These kids are all played by kids. Yeah, it's a rarity. (laughs) It's not Freddie Prince Jr. and (laughs) Renra. I mean, the only thing that could have made this movie better is if they had gotten the kid for baseball boy from uh-huh. After Sleep. <laughs> well, he's, 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 too, he's too busy. <laughs> and his Oscar winning ways. I double-checked to see if he was in this movie. He's such a good kid actor. The boys put Ben on their bikes and leave. Eddie says he's happy to help the new kid, but you do know there's AIDS on an AIDS epidemic going on. Oh, God, this was so funny. <laughs> well, there was an AIDS epidemic going yeah. on. I know, but the way the that he was then. talking about... Oh, God, it was just... He was like, my friends... The misinformation of the 80s and of children meshing into this one hilarious and yet totally wrong Makes you think. Instant. So, you know, back then they're like, oh, don't touch anybody with AIDS. You can get them touching them. They were wrong. Yeah. Wow. How, what else could they be wrong about? Oh, come on. <laughs> Everybody knows COVID won't be a problem after November. I think that's a little bit far That was a joke because what's really funny... They're going to figure out, like, fucking orange juice. If you just drank orange juice, it goes away. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> no, they're going to find out that that it's really Corona. The beer that cancels it out. Corona. Yeah. It cancels it out. The double Corona. Um, they, take, they take him to the alleyway Mike went to earlier. Richie stays with Ben while the rest of the boys go into the drugstore to see if they can get some gauze and something to clean the wounds. Richie says, you know, I was glad to meet you before you died. Inside, the boys are snatching up tons of stuff, but then they realize they don't have uh, very much money. Um, Eddie's mom, of course, has an account here, but he's too scared to use it. An aisle over, we see Beverly. She's browsing for feminine hygiene stuff, um, looking at maxi pads. Right? Yeah, tampons. Tampons, tampons. tampons. Come on, man. Know your stuff. Sorry. She sees her Why would bully. Why know about feminine hygiene products? Why wouldn't he? Why would he? It's 2020. Tony's a progressive fellow. Yes, but I don't expect someone who doesn't use a feminine hygiene product to know what, what is a tampon well, and what is tampax. a maxi pad just kind of based on the name of the box. Tampax. Come on. Sounds like tampon. Sure. <laughs> she sees her bully Greta is leaving and ducks behind the next aisle to so hide. This is daughter. Yeah. Which has all the boys there. The boys explain the new kid may die if they don't help him, but they're low on funds. Beverly says, don't worry. She's got an idea. 
she distracts the unsettling perv pharmacist. <laughs> I said, is she flirting with him? No, Why no, is he sick. flirting with her? Yeah, like, it was gross. If a little kid, if a little kid flirts like, with you, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. You what? kind of blow her off. 13, this guy's 14. like... Yeah. And uh, while she talks to the guy who's Greta's dad, I assume... Uh, the boys Poor steal Greta. stuff and haul ass out. Yeah, her name's Greta. You look like Clark Kent. Well, you look like Lois Lane. Ooh. It's so gross. Like, if a little kid is kind of being flirty with you as a grown-up man, it's weird, but you could see, like, maybe... Sh- but you could see him kind of being like, oh, thank you. But then he, like, flirts back. Yeah. Mm. Outside, Eddie's taking care of Ben. Uh, Bill walks around the corner and sees Beverly coming. He's... Struck and smitten by her as well, but uh, she goes on to check on Ben. He seems to be okay. They invite her to the quarry tomorrow. Apparently, there's a rumor that she did something with Henry, um, but she leaves and goes home. We see that her we see that her home life is terrible. It's heavily implied that her father abuses her mentally and possibly physically. Sexually. Um, Sexually, yeah. Aren't I you mean, still he does. He my does. Little girl, yeah. and he like smells her and kisses her for it. I'm like sorry. he goes full Joe Biden sniffs her. Yeah. I am more unsettled by her father than I am by Pennywise the clown. This because at least Pennywise is made up. But the <laughs> fact that I am so that this guy upset by any implied child molestation in general that I cannot handle this. I was so freaked out. Bev retreats to now. Her. What's funny is Pennywise is influencing the town, but not the dad. <laughs> well, we don't actually know that. Maybe that is part of the problem: is that this town just oozes demon stank. Oh, <laughs> but you know what the problem is? They got the ooze underneath in the sewers. It's a secret. They need some Jackie. No, the, yeah, Thanks well, Jackie more, Robinson. He's more Jackie Robinson. So Beverly retreats to the bathroom, has a bit of a breakdown, and cuts all of her hair. Well, not all of her hair, but cuts her hair really Why short. Why does she cut her hair? I don't to make know. herself look like a boy. Why? Because she doesn't want to be attractive to her child-molesting father, who says, are you still my little girl? She doesn't want to look like a little girl. She wants to look like a boy, so he won't find her sexually attractive. Because she doesn't want his penis do in her vajayjay. Why is she yelling? At I liked it though. I thought her hair looked better. She looked. She looked like Molly Ringwald. <laughs> she did look. Cute. She looked pretty both ways. She looked exactly like Molly Ringwald, and that's when that's when they called her Molly Ringwald. It's like, hey. so the next day the boys are at the top of a cliff on at the quarry, and they're all in their underwear, and they're all wearing tidy whities hawking loogies into the lake below. Afterwards, they start to dare each other to jump in. Who's going to go first? Each of them kind of deflects. And I like how stalls. they're like, oh, we're, we're doing that? Like, <laughs> no, I thought we were just standing on the edge in our underpants. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? She runs like you past do. them and jumps in. No, no, she yells, I will, stands there. They all turn around and look at her, take her <laughs> clothes off as she runs by them. She's still wearing her underpants, listener. Yeah. In a bra. She's not nude. Right. <laughs> she dives in first. One by one, they all jump but in. But now they're all like, you know, we have to go now. Yeah. <laughs> They all jump in and swim around. They do some chicken chicken fights, and Bill and Ben keep staring at her. Whenever no, no, they all start staring. They all stare at her. Well, they're they're staring at her like they look. They like her, but then they look away whenever she looks at them. She thinks this is hilarious. They climb off to they climb out to dry off, and then all the boy all the boys are staring at her as she lays out in the sun to dry off. Richie goes into Ben's bag and well, they had never seen something like that before. This you were reminded me of what you'd be the same. None of them seem to have sisters. No, 
It's not the same thing. No, but if one of them had an older sister, they probably all would be oogling that kid's older sister. Depends. Like an I had an like older sister, not oogle. I'm sorry for your sister. Richie goes into Ben's bag and finds the... Do people oogle your older sister? Yes. <laughs> okay. He finds the postcard, but uh, Ben steals it back. Because you know that older, she's an attractive lady. Richie asks, what's with all this research? Ben explains that... The, he gets into it. Explains the history of dairy, how all this terrible shit has happened, and how more kids go missing here than anywhere else, and nobody cares. Six times the national average. Ben tells them he has more stuff at his house. To, if they want to, they can go see it. Eddie shakes his head, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they go anyway. They get to Ben's room. His walls are covered. <laughs> covered He's in... Got- Missing children now, posters. This is really weird. All right, first of all, what are his parents doing that they let this kid have some kind of Sherlock Holmes murder wall happening? Four, three walls. Of because it. this is very reminiscent of and there's the fourth like wall. a detective trying to solve yeah. that last crime before he retires or Sherlock Holmes. Like, this is crime solvers. He might be a reincarnated officer. Superior. If it was all hot chicks, then he would be a creepy stalker. But instead, he's on. Wait, wait he's, a minute. What year did Monster Squad come out? It's going to be an unsolved 80. mystery. Yeah, uh, this is a, 1989 camping. Uh, he only had uh, lived in a little while, and then he would have gotten If only Sapir, oh, If only Officer Sapir hadn't died, he would have moved to Derry and saved the whole world from Pennywise. Maybe Officer Sapir is his uncle. Yeah. Um, while they're all, Maybe. While they're all staring at the walls. Possibly. Um, Beverly looks behind Ben's door and finds a new kid on the block poster. He begs her to silently hide it. Uh, he begs her silently to hide it. She laughs and closes the door and opens the door back up so you can't see it. Because she's a good person. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a place called the Well House that leads to the heart of the sewers, but nobody knows where it is. So then they all go home. We follow Eddie home, and he's passing, passing this rickety old abandoned house. At well, the, that's the a street. house. He stops at the front door, and the front door opens. Run. I know. (laughs) I'm like, run. Why are you stopping? Keep moving. Keep moving. Run, 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 run. From in the house, someone calls him. He's in the middle (laughs) of... Don't listen to that voice. He's in the middle of taking one of his gabillion pills and drops them all. He says shit and goes down to pick him up, and a rotting leper uh, chases him into the house's yard. They run to the back, and Pennywise is there, and a bunch of red balloons. He tells Eddie to come with him, and he can float, because they all float down there. Eddie screams, and all the balloons disappear, or all the balloons pop, and then Pennywise disappears. <clears throat> At Beverly's, she puts her stuff in her bag. She's putting her stuff in her bag. She's pulling the stuff from her bag and putting it on her bed, and the postcard falls out. She takes it to the bathroom to read it, and she sits in the bathtub and has a happy moment to herself. And for a moment... Then she hears a child's voice from the sink's drain. The voice asks her to help and tells her to come to the sewers so she can float. We all float down here. She goes and gets a tape measure. And I'm like, what are you doing? Don't look in the drain. Don't stick that in the drain. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, who else floats? Mary Poppins. Oh, snap. And um, Star-Lord's, what's his name? Star-Lord's dad? Ego? No, No, the, the... Xander, Xander, the uh, Mary Poppins, y'all. No, yeah, him. Mm-hmm. Yondu, Yondu. Fuck. There you go. Fuck. You know what? I've been breathing all day. I'm you know where I've also seen a bunch of floating, circling trash? Um, Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's true. It's not wrong. Mary Poppins. She uh, she goes gets a tape measure and sticks it down in the sinkhole 
and uh, when she brings it up, it's goes the in sinkhole. Like, it's not a sinkhole. It's the drain. A sinkhole drain. is something different. <laughs> and, and the sinkhole goes down twenty four feet. <laughs> I'm breathing for two days. Okay. I was like, it doesn't go straight down either. We can see it. It goes down for, <laughs> it goes down for two feet somehow. Um, More than two feet. Well, that's what the tape measure said. I thought it said 24 feet. Oh, did it say 24 feet? She put it in way further than that's two feet. That's a long-ass uh, tape measure. Okay, so she pulls it back out. If you only had a two-foot tape measure, you'd be awfully sad. What the fuck are you measuring? <laughs> well, I, didn't that, I didn't think she used the whole tape measure. <laughs> only your penis. So That's pulls, what you need a two-foot-long tape measure for, your penis. You want to do half. You pull the tape. You have to measure it twice. Pulls the, ah. She pulls the measure, tape measure out like it's like a dipstick. It's half full of blood, and then there's bloody hair it's hanging from dipstick. it. <laughs> she screams, and then the whole room turns red from blood flying everywhere. Her dad comes in to check on her, but he can't see the blood. He thinks she's acting weird because she's cut all her hair off. She's been hanging out with those boys. She Stupid He leaves, boys. and she sobs. We cut to Bill. He passed out uh, drawing a sketch of Beverly, but is awakened by a leaky roof. He puts a bucket under, he goes to get a bucket to put it under the leak uh, when Georgie's bedroom light comes on. Uh, he goes in there and he picks up a Lego turtle and begins to cry over his brother's death. He hears footsteps run in the hall. He follows them, uh, follows them and there's wet footprints leading down uh, through the kitchen. Into the cellar. Then he sees Georgie run into the basement. Never go in the basement at night. <laughs> he goes into the basement. I and like the basements during the day. <laughs> One of the best things about living here, very few basements. Um, Where the basements are you? My mom has a creepy-ass basement. That was creepy as a child. My mom has a tree in her basement. Like, a tree grew, and they used that as foundation. <laughs> They're like, perfect, wow. cut it. <laughs> really? It's holding up her house. That's pretty cool. Yeah, my mom has a creepy basement. So the basement that they go to is half filled with water. Georgie's there. Georgie or is asks, it half filled with air? Yeah, that's true. Georgie's there. You're he asks, welcome. asks Bill if um, he'll come to the sewers with him. He'll, he, and again, if you come, you'll float too. Georgie keeps screaming this over and over again until Pennywise rises up from the water and chases Bill. Bill scrambles away and Pennywise slithers back into the water. Beverly calls the boys over. She wants to make sure that they can see the blood. She's <laughs> like, something happened and I need you to look at it. Eddie says, or uh, she says, come with me, it's in the bathroom. And Eddie says, the bathroom? No, 90% of all household accidents happen in the bathroom. It has, also has a ton of bacteria and, fung and fungus. Who do they leave? Do they leave Richie, Richie. outside? Yeah. Boy, this guy's a fun guy. Eddie's fucking hilarious, by the way. Eddie? Yes, Eddie is hilarious. Richie is a douchebag, by the way. <laughs> but Eddie is hilarious. So Bill opens the door, and yes, they can all see the blood. They all get together and help her clean it up. Ben's, yeah, because Bill's like, we can't leave this. Ben's carrying out trash bags when um, he pops his head into Beverly's room to, to look around, and he sees that basically it's just a normal girl's room, but on her bed is a is the postcard that he wrote. So he smiles. On his way out, he but on his way out, he sees Beverly and Bill kind of chatting and giggling, and he sighs and leaves. Because you know he's losing this fight to Bill, who doesn't even know there's a fight. <laughs> Beverly explains to Bill that all the stuff that people say about her isn't true. Uh, she's not a slut, and she's only ever kissed one guy, and it's Bill. In, uh, it was a nice kiss in a uh, play that they did. When it was Henry little. in a play. That was Bill. No, it was Bill. It was Bill. Mm -hmm. Bill. I thought Bill. they said she had kissed Henry in a play. No, Henry says some stupid shit later, but no. Uh, Bill blushes because he's the one that kissed her in the school play years ago. She says it was a good kiss, and then says January Amber's. But Bill's like, huh? 
And she, he says, is that from the play? And she says, no, it's from the poem. And Bill says, he doesn't know much about poetry. And Bill, Beverly's like, oh. It's not him. Bill says, it's cool none of us losers believed any of It's cool because none of us losers believed any of that stuff anyway. And we just like hanging out with you. She smiles and thanks him. He says, but if you hang out with us, you'll be a loser too. And she says, that's okay. I can take that. <laughs> Seems like she's already a loser. Let's be real. On the way home, uh, Richie's pissed. I'm going to lose that, What baby. took so fucking long. Bill says the blood was real, and also he saw Georgie and that he wasn't alone. And he says, the clown. And then one by one, they all agree that they've seen this clown. Except Richie. Richie says, this is only, do only virgins see this? How come I can't see it? Yeah, Richie is a douchebag. Richie's awesome. Richie is what most boys that age are like. <laughs> so. A douchebag. He's a twat waffle. Wow. <laughs> what kind of waffle? A twat waffle. All right, look. <clears throat> Let me explain to you how little boys work. Because you clearly Do I have don't to know put my shit on receipt? Yeah, put okay. your shit on receipt. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Little boys are, have this inferiority thing going on. They want to feel superior. Mm-hmm. You know, want to feel masculine. Because they're mm-hmm. just starting. So, you, so you're saying Richie doesn't have a gigantic penis and has slept with all these women? Right. Damn. <laughs> no, because he's a twat waffle. Because <laughs> he's a twat. And only grown ass women sleep with twat waffles. <laughs> Not that they sleep with little kids who are twat waffles, but <laughs> when you're older, you will sometimes sleep with a man who could be described as a twat waffle. But and why would you do not that? when you're a teenager? Now, and why would you do that? If you know he's a twat waffle, why would you do that? Because sometimes they're attractive. Oh. <laughs> okay. And judging by this kid's IMDb photo, he's probably going to be pretty attractive. Who's older. that, Richie? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It but is a good photo. I saw it too. He's a twat waffle. Well, the, the crew here is screaming. Um, it's Mike. The bullies are beating him up and pushing his head into his face into raw meat. He's upsetting. He looks up and sees Pennywise eating someone's arm across the water. Georgie's arm, maybe? No, uh, it, it could was be anyone. Um, no, uh, one of the kids lost an arm. It wasn't Georgie. It was one of the other ones. Oh. But, but, he, but oh, Pennywise waves with it. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> but Henry keeps beating him. Uh, he picks up a large rock, ready to smash Mike's face open, when another rock hits him square in the head. Right, and, and it kisses. knocks him on his ass. It's the Losers Club across the water, and they have a rock fight. No, rock war. Rock war! Which was hilarious. You ever done that? Have a rock war? No. No! Because <laughs> you know what I don't want to get hit with? A fucking rock. We did it mostly with gumballs and pine cones, but yeah. Many times. And we've done it with rocks. It's not fun. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm from the la- from a more winter I you place. Were say, from a land down under. <laughs> no. I was gonna say from the land from, of winter. From a land down under. I was gonna say the she land just of winter. Gave me a Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> I was gonna say the land of winter, but that's not true because I'm not Canadian. <laughs> I was gonna, but from a colder area, so I've had lots of snowball fights. I've also had mud fights. But never a rock war. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, well you, since there's you missed out, don't do it now. <laughs> since there's seven, you want to get hit with a rock. No, I don't want to get hit with a rock. Fucking hurts. No one wants to get hit with a rock. The idea is that you hit the other guys and they don't. Yeah, they run away. But since there's only since there's seven of the losers club and only three of Henry's goons, it's not very good odds for them. And they do have pretty good aim. Yeah. For they kids do. who probably don't play sports. And Henry's goons are not very upset that one of theirs is missing. Yeah. Um, so after catching some rocks back and forth, Henry stands up and says, Hey guys, don't worry. Uh, you can get to Beverly easy. And he, and that he's back. Grabs his crotch. Banged her. Uh, Ben screams and nails Henry right in the head. 
See, that's when, you know, missed opportunity to have her tell, like, a dick joke. Like, oh, didn't we tried, but, you know, you couldn't fit. It was too small or something like that. <laughs> she doesn't make dick jokes. She's been sexually har- uh, abused by her father. She has not been sexually abused by her father. And it's only yes, like Donkey Kong. Henry is smashed by a shit ton of rocks and left alone and is in a bit of a daze. Uh, well, you got his Because a dude named Belch knows when he's losing a rock war. Let's be real. Yeah. He did roll on him. Um... Richie says, go blow your dad, you mullet-wearing asshole. And Mike says, thank you, but now Henry's going to kill all of you. And Richie says, nah, he always wants to kill us, so it doesn't matter. Welcome to the Losers Club. Which was kind of cool. He was call him homeschool kid. Back in town, more kids have gone missing. Batman and Lethal, Lethal Weapon 2 are on the movie marquee. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Ben says uh, he's Both been... quality flex. I'd see that double feature. Ben says he's going hey, over... Hey, we should do that later. Going over his research... And there seems to be um, a time limit on this. Every 27 years, something really bad happens. Stan says it must be like a cicada. It awakens every 17 years and then goes back into hibernation. Cicada or a Mary Poppins. <clears throat> Stan says, um, but, uh, what, what is this? <laughs> oh, Stan says, but Eddie's leper and Bill's Georgie and his girl aren't real. And uh, Richie, Richie says, Stan, you see a girl? And he's like, yes. He says, is, is she, she hot? hot? <laughs> it's like, no. 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 She's not hot. I love how mad he is. No! <laughs> and he says, well, maybe he just shows you what you're scared of. And the Losers Club goes back to Bill's garage. They use, I guess, his dad, his dad's map, and I assume Bill's projector. His dad looks like, or his dad looks like maybe he works for the city for public works or something, because he had stolen from his dad's stuff a map of the town's sewer system. Mm-hmm. And now we get Ben's ancient map that he stole from, that slide that he took from the library. We have to assume he stole this from the library because I don't think they let you check out the microfiche. It <laughs> was not a microfiche. They were just slides. It, slides. But I don't think they let you check that out. Especially not when Pennywise is the librarian. Especially not a little kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to show, uh, but the projector shows the map of the sewer system and they can overlay it on top of Bill's dad's map of the city. And through that, they can tell how everything connects. And they can tell that the well house is where that creepy ass t- where the Klopex fucking live <laughs> the Klopex. that's what I thought of myself. I was like oh my god the Klopex moved to dairy uh, Eddie starts to hyperventilate and uses his inhaler and then uh, Stan freaks down and tears the map down this is summer we're supposed to be outside projector keeps changing slides over over and over and pictures of Georgie keep popping up and then his mom has red hair but it's blown into her face starts to kind of flow past her face and it turns into Pennywise. So Henry's, Bill's mom's Pennywise? Henry. This was very upsetting and scary for Elaine. Beverly screams, turn it off. Mike runs over and kicks it onto its side, but it keeps playing. Only now there's a there's a huge gap in between it. And it's dark and light and dark and light. And um, the Pennywise slides are staying on longer and then finally it goes black. And then when it comes back on, Pennywise is there. Ben, um, he starts to attack everybody, but Ben and Mike lift the garage door, and the light comes in, making the projector d- light disappear, and Pennywise goes away. So he's blinded by the light? Mm-hmm. Wrapped up like a douche with a runner in the night. Well played. Bill says, let's go to the house. Georgie is there. Richie says, it's summer. We should be playing. Bill says, if you say it's summer one more fucking time... <laughs> 
Bill jumps on Silver. That's his bike. And, uh... Hi-ho, Silver. <laughs> Way! Rides up to the door, and the rest of the kids roll up. Beverly says, this is crazy. We can't do this. Bill says, no, we have to stop him before he kills another one. Every time I'm at home, and I, and I just see how Georgie isn't there, I see his clothes, his toys, and his stupid stuffed animals, but he's not. He's going to keep killing kids, so walking into the house is easier than me walking into my own house. Richie points out that that uh, through this whole of uh, Richie points out that through this whole speech, Bill didn't even stutter once. Stan says, "Wait, shouldn't we have a watch? Shouldn't somebody stay out here in case something bad happens?" And Bill says, "Yeah, okay, fine, you're right. Who wants to stay outside?" Everybody. Everybody raises their hands except but Beverly. Beverly. Yeah. Because she's gangster. She's gangster. And then she doesn't end up going in. I was like, what? <laughs> Richie looks up. They made a point to make her look like a badass. And I was like, yeah, but sure. <laughs> Richie looks up at the door, shakes his head, and says, fuck. So Bill, Eddie, and Richie go in. The place is rotted, stinking, covered in filth. Eddie immediately starts using his inhaler again. Uh, Richie sees paper on the, gra- on, <clears throat> on the wall and runs over, picks it up, and it's his missing child poster. Bill says, don't worry, it's not real. From deep in the house, they hear a child cry for help. They move in, and they see... I forget her name. It's the girl from the beginning of the movie that got killed. Becky. Something like that. I think it's Becky. She's, she's on the I ground think it's Becky. screaming it's and not Becky. gets snatched away. Jessica. It's not Jessica. I'm pretty sure it's I'm Becky. I'm just going to start naming names. So <laughs> um, uh, all right. It wasn't Carly. Heather? No. <laughs> um, as Bridget. They're run, <clears throat> as they're running, Eddie not falls... Bridget. Eddie falls through the floor and smashes through a table. Um, Edith? <laughs> no, it was not Edith. <laughs> Edith. Richie walks into the room. That's because even in death, I'm the hero. Philip Boom! Tony Stark. Betty. Betty! Betty, Betty, Betty Ripsome. Ripsome. Yep. <laughs> Richie walks into a room filled with every where everything's covered in sheets. The door closes behind him, and sheets start flying off, revealing clowns. Coffin opens up. And it has a doll of Richie in it with uh, maggots all over it. He slams the coffin shut, but then Pennywise smashes out. Uh, they asked Richie what he was afraid of, and he said clowns. Yeah, Bill gets the door open and saves Richie. We cut to Eddie. He fell through the floor and through a table like he pissed off a Dudley boy. <laughs> he sits up, and his right arm is clearly broken. An abandoned fridge opens up and a twisted Pennywise unfolds himself. And I hear that was really hard to do. Oh, Skarsgård said it was really uncomfortable when he had a twister like that in the fridge. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. CSI. CSI. CGI. CSI. <laughs> it's completely CSI. It was Grissom. CSI. We found the body in the fridge. <laughs> it was Grissom. Grissom found him. Eddie continues to hyperventilate and Pennywise does a mock version of that as Blackwater crawls towards the floor burning anything it touch. touches. Richie and Bill are confronted with three doors. One is scary, one is not scary at all, and the other one is very scary, written in blood on them. I would go in the very scary door. Yeah. Very Clearly. I felt like door, you're not going to go in that no. not scary at all door because, of course, it's going to be scary. I would have went in the one that said very scary because, obviously, the not scary at all door is a trap. Yeah. <laughs> but they're little kids, so they go through the not scary door. They open it, and there's a child torn in half hanging. They all scream and shut it's the door. Betty. Richie's a mess, but uh, Bill pulls it together and says, look, this is, this is fake. It's like the missing poster. It's all fake. It's not real. He calms Richie down, and they open the door again, and nothing's there. Pennywise, about, Pennywise is about to eat Eddie when he senses that Richie and Bill 
have refused his tricks and stuff. So they charge into the room to confront Pennywise. Pennywise says, turns around and says, so this isn't real enough for you. It's real enough for Georgie. And then he charges Bill. It's just about, it's just about to snatch up Bill when Beverly appears and jams a, I guess, I don't know. I keep saying it's a fire poker, but I think it's part of the I'm, game. No, I think it's one post. of the fence spikes because uh, yeah. it's one of those wrought iron yeah. fences with the spikes on the top. But he rams it through, she rams it through Pennywise's eye and fucks him up. Because she's fucking gangster. Yeah, she's, she's a, you know a, who, little, a little Imogen Poots in her. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is Imogen Poots's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Poots. The rest of the kids run in while Pennywise... She marries a guy with the last name of Poots. <laughs> Bev Poots. Bev, Bev Poots. Poots. <laughs> She's got a kid named Imogen. Wow. <laughs> she grows up to be Bev Poots because she moves. Uh, Everybody poots. <laughs> the rest of the oh, kids... Oh, Bev Poots. You remember Bev Poots from Derry? Yeah, she was a scary woman. The rest hey, of the Imogen, kids... what's your mom like? Oh, Bev, you don't want to know. <laughs> Bev wants to stamp the clown in the skull. <laughs> Pennywise recovers and tries to stand up. Um, but Pennywise's hand turns into a werewolf hand and he slashes Ben. Um, ben runs away, but Bill says, fuck that, and chases Pennywise. Bill sees Pennywise slip into this giant well at the, top, at the bottom of the house. Richie says he can, he can snap Eddie's arm in place, just hold still. And uh, holy shit. He does it. Uh-huh. This is amazing <laughs> because this kid is a worthless twat waffle. But somehow he can set broken arms? Yes. So, real quick, the thing with the werewolf hand is, and later he turns into a mummy face, Mm -hmm. is in the books, he's not a clown, like, all the time. He turns into different universal monsters, Mm -hmm. but obviously they couldn't do that. At one point he turned into Frankenstein. Yeah, and the vampire, and Dracula and all that shit, but they obviously probably couldn't get the money. Why not? They're open source. Well... The problem is, is it's the same thing with Monster Squad. You have to change them because Universal Monsters are copyrighted, even though the actual Frankenstein, Dracula, the source all that material are open source. is open source. So it's one of those things where, but you the know, portrayal it, of them is yeah. not. You have the to make them. You can't make it <laughs> because they're like, from books, and the books don't have any pictures. Right, Frankenstein with the flat head and the bolts in his neck. That's not what Frankenstein looked like in the book. That's what yeah. the Universal one. So you have to be careful. But to be recognizable, you'd have to have you know. Because yeah. if you saw the Robert De Niro one, you'd be like, I don't get it. It's a fat Italian guy with stitches. <laughs> but, um, so, anyway, Eddie's mom pulls up. Obviously, she's pissed. She blames all the kids for her son being hurt, especially Bev, because she's heard of her. She's a slut. Yeah. She's a hoe. What is that? That's not okay to call a 13-year-old girl a slut bag. Did she call her now, a slut bag? I have a I question. Mean, or sprinkling fairy dust. Or, or twat waffle. <laughs> twat waffle. I mean, in the book... Has the sex thing happened yet? That's at the very end, and okay. it has no, nothing to do with anything. I oh. wasn't sure if it had happened already. No. We'll expand upon that when it comes up. Yeah. Uh, well, I I just heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the better edits of the story, but... Yeah, I don't... I've also heard about it. I don't know how it fits into the story or what. That's what I was asking. It, yeah. Did it already happen? No, that's at the very... It's like the last thing that happens. Okay. Because um, if it already happened, then she found out about it and she called her. Either way, it's Either not way. okay. <laughs> so Bill says, okay, cool. He's got it now. He has a plan. And next time, now that they know where the well is, they can handle Pennywise. Stan says, fuck that. No, there's no next time. Beverly says, wait, we have to do this. He comes back every 27 years. He's going to kill more kids. Richie says, no, we don't. 
Uh, and who asked Molly Ringwald years, anyway? I'll be forty. <laughs> yeah, far away from here. Um, like Richie says, who asked Molly Ringwald? Ben says, good. Yeah, in twenty-seven years, I'll be forty and far away from all of this shit. So they're thirteen. Mm-hmm. Richie says, simple math. Uh, Stop trying to get us killed just because Georgie's dead. Bill is crushed by that and says for him to take that back. And then they start shoving each other, like little kids do. But then Bill screams at him, says take it back, and punches Richie in the face, knocking him to the ground. The rest of the club kind of breaks them up. Ben, <clears throat> Bev says this is what it wants. It wants to divide us, and we can only hurt it when we're all together and not afraid. Richie says fuck this, pushes past Bill, and storms off. Ben and Stan leave too. He goes full tankleman. F this on mobile. Yeah. Mike agrees Basically, and also leaves. And then XTC's Dear God Plays, one of my favorite songs. <laughs> then we get a montage. Stan is bar mitzvah did. <laughs> Bev plays piano. Uh, Bill stares at Georgie's picture and cries a bunch. Ben keeps researching, and Mike kills a sheep. So we cut the next month. It's uh, Henry and Belch. Henry's shooting a pistol at liquor bottles when he sees a cat. And he orders Belch to put the cat up on the table. For no, the no, I was he like, says, hold it. I was yeah. like, you, this doesn't happen, right? This doesn't happen, right? <laughs> First of all, I honestly almost, I thought in my head and I oh, almost said out loud. Little no, no, alive. this is funny. Because I thought in my head and I almost said it out loud. But Tony doesn't make us watch movies where animals get killed. <laughs> exactly. And then I thought, is Belch going to get shot? Because he's holding the ha- cat. And I've seen no evidence that this fucking Henry kid is a good shot under pressure. <laughs> shot the bottle. One bottle. That could have been beginner's luck. What pressure? <laughs> but I the was, pressure I of a live cat? Tony, and I was like, this doesn't happen, right? And he was like, of course not. He shook his head like, don't worry, it's not going to happen. So, what happens is almost as upsetting, though. Right. Well, even Belch is like, come on, dude. But Henry makes him do it. But then Henry's dad walks over and goes, what the fuck is going on? His dad is pissed, and Henry completely cowers to him. He snatches his gun back. He says, I was cleaning my gun, your gun like you told me to. Yeah. He snaps yeah. his gun back and starts to walk away. Then he turns around and fires, a pi- fires the pistol at Henry's feet multiple times. Henry shivers and sobs. His dad says, look at him now, boys. Nothing like a little fear to make a paper man crumble. He pees himself. And he pees himself. Some dude just shot at me. Yeah. Eddie goes to the drugstore to get it refills on his meds. Um, he's in his cast now. Uh, Greta's there and says, you know your pills are bullshit, right? And he says, what are you talking about? And he goes, they're placebos. Why he said, would he believe this girl? He's like, what's a placebo? She says, it means bullshit. So she says, look, I, you know, she feels sorry for that him that no one signs his cast, so she'll sign it. He's like, okay. So then we cut to Henry's friends. They're trying to calm him down uh, when he sees there's a red balloon tied to his mailbox. He goes over to it, opens it up, and there's a package for him. It's his stiletto blade. He goes into the house with it, and the kids show on TV. Uh, the, there's a kids show on TV that keeps kind of showing, playing in the background. It's, it's really not creepy. A kids show. His dad it's, is falling asleep or yeah. passed out or something. Well, Captain Kangaroo didn't keep his attention. Whatever. It's Pennywise, and he wants him to kill his dad. This I don't get though. So, if Pennywise feeds on fear, he what does he get from influencing Henry to be a Psychotic murderer. What I think it is, and I don't, I haven't read the book all the way through. He wants a minion. What I think it is, he wants to. He goes, "Hey, Elaine, do you have any friends?" "Yes." Oh, "Okay, Carly, you got any friends?" "Yes." "John, you got any friends?" "No." "John, come with me. 
let's go in the sewers and play because he can kill John because John doesn't have any friends with him. But you guys all have this crazy fucking bond and mm-hmm. he keeps trying to kill you. So he's like, all right, let me take over this psychopath. Go kill some of these fucking kids. And then when you're weaker, that's what I get from it, but I don't know that for sure. That's just me bullshit. I mean, it did sort of seem like he was sending them off to kill the kids, but we don't really see... I don't... I think we didn't get enough of Henry, like, following them, attempting to kill them, or something to make it more... Like, it was just... just kind of giving him a push. It was just kind of weird. Because left long enough, Henry might have killed a couple of them anyway, because he's fucking psycho. But either way, um, the show tells Henry to kill him. He puts the blade to his toe, clicks it, and kills his fucking dad. Um, back at Bev's, she tries to <clears throat> go out, but her dad has now put locks on the doors, so she can't leave. Father says he thinks the boys are hooking up with her. She says, no, that's not true. And he pulls out the postcard and says, then what's this? And she says, Noth- it's nothing. And he says, then why did you hide it in your underwear door? Why are you in my underwear door, Dad? <laughs> He grips her hand and won't let it go. Uh, he knocks her to the floor and climbs on top of her. And she kicks him in the balls and runs into the bathroom. He stalks her down, but the door's locked. He kicks it open, and <clears throat> she's hidden in the bathtub. And when he pulls the shower curtain open, she smashes him in the fucking head with the toilet tank, tank, tank lid. Yeah, the tank lid. Like uh, True Romance. It was a good shot, too. Yeah. Good for her. Knocks him the fuck out. I think she killed him. She um, didn't. No. Apparently he comes I, back. I keep forgetting that, but yeah, apparently he, he Oh, I thought she killed him. Because back See, in the sequel. this is the thing. I went on the IMDb, <laughs> and I, well, like I always do, looked at the characters and stuff like that, and almost every one of these fucking kids is in the sequel, and I'm like these kid actors. So I obviously there's going to be some sort of flashbacks or yeah. something, but I'm almost... I don't want to watch the sequel. But I'm almost curious to see how it fits in in the sequel. It's so. I said that at I the end. I know. was like, I kind of want to watch the sequel, so I, I know. Don't I, and I'm like, it. I said to Tony, I said, does the story end in the sequel, or is it a continuing thing? Two weeks. And then like, I said, does it end well, or does it end like? And he goes, I'm not going to tell you. I'm like, I like a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to have a happy ending. It's a horror movie. Well, happy endings really de- depending on how you're looking at it. Yeah. So Bill, Bill was supposed to meet. There's two with, sides to every story. It's not going to be a happy ending for the deadites. <laughs> Bill's supposed to meet Pennywise, a deadite, and uh, but he waits for her for a while, and she doesn't show up. So he goes to her house, and when he gets there, the door smashed open. Her father's on the ground, bleeding out, and uh, above him in the bathroom wall, written in blood, is "You die if you try." Bill pulls out his flip phone, calls Steve Rogers. Oh, wait, no. Wrong, wrong move. Bill goes to the arcade and finds Richie. We should watch that. Richie tells Bill, Bill to kick rocks, but Bill says, look, it got Beverly. Richie stops playing Street Fighter. Eddie gets a phone call. Uh, we see we see Greta has written, has written loser on his cast, but Eddie went over the S with a V to change it into lover. Um, Which is fucking worse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I like it. He says he'll meet them, and uh, his mom says, no, he can't go. You're, you're sick. He says, what sickness, Ma? What are you talking about? And he throws all his pills on the floor. These are gazebos. <laughs> Which, why would, okay, why would he have a bunch of placebo pills? Why would we believe Greta, the bully who wrote Loser on your cast, that they're gazebos? <laughs> and it seems like they are gazebos. So what? His mom, like, wants him to 
be sick. Be reliant on her and... and I don't know. There are those moms that intentionally poison their kids so that they... But he, he stands up to her and leaves. So the band's back together. Mike even brought his gat. She kind of got Yeah. They pull up to the house. His gat. And ready the weapons. Yeah, they do bring weapons this time, which I appreciate. They were very unprepared last time. So they roll in like John Carpenter's vampires. Yeah, Stan's do. still scared, but they tell him uh, if they stay together, they can beat Pennywise. The uh, club drop a huge rope down into the well and start to climb down. I don't think I would trust a rope and pulley system in Pennywise's house. It's fine. Mike tugs on it twice. Who put that there? Why are there knots in it? Because I don't think Pennywise needs not a knotted rope to climb down. This is clearly a trap. I don't think so. Works out well. Clearly a trap. Um, Oh, Beverly awakes in a cave of trash. She's alone and barely able to walk. She climbs to the center of the room, and there is an old circus car with a faded graphic saying Pennywise, and above it is a tower of trash reaching up like ten stories. I don't know. Surrounding it are the beaten and mutilated floating bodies of children. Which is weird. Why is that there? She tries to run but can't leave. Circus wagon opens up and Pennywise appears. He jumps at her and snatches her up by the throat. I was not. I was like kind of hiding. And John's like, no, no, you got to watch. And if I hadn't looked, I would have missed Pennywise's dancing. (laughs) (laughs) We use the dancing clown. Um, But uh, Pennywise snatches her up by the throat and looks like he's going to eat her. But she's not scared. And Pennywise is pissed. So he unhinges his jaw, opens his mouth, and shows Bev the deadlights. Which are what? Um, the, his true form. His true form is so horrendous that it puts her into a coma. Fireflies? She goes into... In the back of his throat? And I thought I mean, he was a scary. giant spider. No, that's just the form that he takes because it's really scary. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was they don't ever actually show you his true form. Is it supposed to be super? Because it's three tiny fireflies <laughs> that he hides in the back of his throat. No, it's something so bad that it's three tiny fireflies that he hides in the back of his throat. So she goes into a which trance. bugs are terrifying. <laughs> Ask my sister what happens when a June bug flies at her. Okay. He goes into what a about trance. About a July bug. She goes into a trance. I don't know why they call them June bugs. And her eyes turn white, and she begins to float. The boys all make it. About halfway down into like a little cave area, except Mike. Before he climbs down, Henry hits him in the back with a shovel. Because Henry has Henry was parked outside the house and kind of watched them all go in. Henry's covered in blood and laughs and then starts to attack Mike. Uh, he pulls the air gun and puts it to Mike's forehead, but Mike moves it at the last second and it shoots the bolt out. And now it's it, it takes one shot every time. It needs like a... CO2. CO2 canister in order to work, so it's got to be reloaded. Um, Mike kicks him off and then tackles him, pushing him down the well. Henry screams all the way down. Yeah, he falls down the well and looks like he breaks his neck when he hits the side of it. And the boys are like halfway down the wall in a little sub-tunnel. Because we don't know how this well goes, I don't know, to fucking Japan? (laughs) Well, he lives. He's in the sequel. That's I, I was like, Does so he live? Henry's dead. And so he's like, no, he's not. He's in the sequel. I'm like, what? But just because he definitely Just died. because that actor <laughs> is playing this character in the sequel doesn't mean he's alive. No, he could be a zombie. Well, Mike loads another shot into the gun. Really? But then, really? <laughs> Stephen King says he's alive, so guess what? He's alive. 
Stephen King is a crazy motherfucker. Well, he's, he wrote this shit, so duh. But then the rest of the air canisters fall down the well, so he only has one shot. Uh, Stan gets separated from the group and is tormented by the painted woman. Wasn't that a song, One Shot? Only get one shot, something. That's Eminem. Eminem. There's also, also Hey Man, Nice Shot. Well, maybe that's why I'm thinking Hey Man, Nice Shot. No. A good shot, man. <laughs> hey Man, Nice Shot. And he goes, Hey. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, anyway, the Losers Club breaks in just as uh, the Pennywise girl monster bites Stan's face. They save him, but he's terrified and feels betrayed. Well, he just got bit in the face. You said that if we we would be okay, and obviously that's not. And true. then you left me because uh, I had to save Mike. Bill sees Georgie and runs off and chases after him. He makes it to the main chamber and sees Beverly floating, but he says he'll come back for her. <laughs> the rest of the club is following behind, and they find Bev. They work together, climb on each other's shoulders, and pull her down, but she won't wake up. Ben starts to cry and hugs her, then kisses her, and she wakes up. What? She says, January embers, and he says, my heart burns there, too. The kiss of true love? <laughs> the kiss of I true love. love. That's weird. <laughs> Why did this wake her up? Why? I don't know. Ridiculous. If I was sleeping, someone kissed me. Is this when up. the sex orgy happens in the book? No. No. The sex orgy happens after yeah. all of it. And Instead of the blood pack, they have the yeah. sex orgy. Yeah, dumb. And it's what? not a sex orgy, it's a train. It's a train, yeah. <laughs> a sex orgy would have to be like at least, you know, not six to one. Some sort of fight. This would oh. be a train. I thought it was an orgy and they had yeah. s- all had oh, no, sex no, no. with each other. It's they a train? All, they all just have sex They with all have sex with her. That's upsetting. Yes. That's twice as upsetting as what I thought it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's just on a scale of one to ten, where one is not upsetting at all, and ten is... Watching this movie. <laughs> the thought of kids, little kids having a sex orgy is like 106. <laughs> and them running a train on her is like 1,052. <laughs> oh, so she wakes up and Ben hugs her. Come on, ride that train. Richie yeah, smiles and hugs them all. But where's Bill? The rape train. Oh, it's not man. rape. <laughs> they make a pact. I'm sorry. We're missing out about <laughs> Bill and Georgie. We need Bill, to focus. Way down south, Georgie. we play Bill this game. Bill finds Georgie. The Quad City DJs in yo, we call it the train. They they share a moment, but Bill knows it's Pennywise. That's right. And uh, Shang sings him. <laughs> Bill cries hard, but the rest. Bill cries hard as the rest of the losers walk up. Bill says, uh, "I love you" to his little brother, but you're not Georgie. Pulls the air gun. It's really upsetting that George is missing his arm through this yeah. thing, too. He's just kind of hanging out with one arm. Can't even clap. So the air gun, he puts the air gun to his head, pops Georgie's forehead. Georgie fake dies. Like, give me give me ten. And morphs into yeah. Sub-Zero. Which is very upsetting, too. Just kidding. Morphs into Pennywise, which his, he like flops around like a dead fish. And then like his arms and legs shoot out. Oh my god, it's so weird. Losers scream for Bill to shoot Pennywise in the head. He does, and it actually does hurt him. But uh, Mike's like, there's no more shots. It's not loaded anymore. But they all believe that it worked. Yeah. Pennywise jumps Bill, but uh, one by one, the losers all surround him and start to attack. He smashes Mike, throws Bev, kicks Stan. Ben bites him, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but in the end, Pennywise beats all their asses throws it, and slams Bill into the ground. And is holding him. 
and all the others are standing there screaming, let him go. Penning's wise says, no, I'll take all of you and feed on you one by one. Feed on your flesh as I feast on your fear. Or you can all leave, leave Bill with me, and I'll let you go. You'll live happy lives. You can grow up. Until, I'll go to my long sleep, is what he said. And you can have happy lives until old age, old age take you back to the weeds. Bill even says, go, save yourselves. It's my fault you're all here anyway. The losers look at each other, not sure what to do. And then, motherfucking Richie stands up. I told you, Bill. I fucking told you. I don't want to die. I'm in the goddamn club. It's your fault. You punched me in the face. You made me walk through shitty water. You brought me to a fucking crackhead house. Even Pennywise smiled at that. And now, and then he reaches into a pile of trash and pulls out a Louisville slugger. I'm going to have to kill this fucking clown. (laughs) Pennywise throws Bill to the ground and charges Richie, growling the whole way. But Richie fucking bear jews this motherfucker. He bear jews in the face. So hard, he spins around and falls to one knee. And he yells, welcome to the Losers Club, asshole. And then Rudy from the Monster Squad would have clapped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then Stan hits him. Mike uh, tackles him. Richie hits him again. Ben runs him through with a piece of rebarb. Bill smashes him to the ground with a length of chain. Richie cracks him again. Uh, Ben curb stomps this motherfucker to the ground. And Pennywise sees Eddie and pukes on him. (laughs) Trying to find out if he can get any fear from any of these motherfuckers. Which is upsetting. (laughs) But this time, Bill just, or Eddie takes the puke to the face and says, I'm going to kill you. And uh, does a, like a Pennywise mock and kicks him in the face. Pennywise is desperate now and just looks for anyone. Um, Bev is closest, so he morphs into Bev's dad's head. That says, are you still my little girl? Wrong call, Ripley. She and killed she that fucking, dude once today. <laughs> she rams a rebarb down his fucking throat. He turns back to Pennywise and starts to cry. Bill says, that's why you couldn't kill Beverly, because she wasn't afraid. It's why you can't kill us, because now you're the one who's going to be afraid. And you're going to starve. Pennywise falls back into the well, hangs on for a minute. Bill raises the chain up to hit him again, but Pennywise's head starts to break all apart, and he says, fear, and then he falls down into the pit defeated. Richie says, I know what I'm doing for my summer's ex- uh, experience essay, and all the dead kids start to float down. Bill finds Georgie's slicker and collapses onto the ground sobbing, and all of his friends hug him and help him up. Then we get two months later. The Losers Club gets together. <laughs> this is a good edit. Losers Club gets together. They swear a blood oath. And in 27 years, if Pennywise returns, they'll all return too to kill it once and for all. This was two months later? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, one month later. I'm sorry. Yeah. September. Well, I know it said September, but I still was figuring it was like <clears throat> three days later. This is where they run a train on Beverly. They don't say, like, the date. So I Which just thought really it was wild. like... Two Why? days later, because she's going to live with her aunt, yeah. and a I figure, look, I've, it, it can't be like a whole month. It had to have just been like yesterday was Each, the, uh, August 31st, and today Why is are you September so worried about it? Each thing's a month. Like, well, well but, she has a point, though. Beverly's about to leave to go move in with her yeah. aunt. 
Where has where she been for the we, last month? Look, we assume <laughs> that her father is dead. But even if he was in the hospital Whoa. in a coma because he got hit in the head with a toilet tank, they're the not going to leave her unattended for a whole fucking month. Well, well, the other thing is you may be right because they just give you the months. Like, yeah, it could be like, we don't October, know what day it is. It could be October 29th, and this is, you know, September 2nd, you know, or whatever, November or whatever. I don't know what. It just gives you the month. It doesn't matter. The day. So they say, yeah, Pennywise comes back. Then they have to. They all have to swear to come back and kill him once and for all. They each cut their hands and swear. Eddie tries not to look at it, and they do uh, Ocean's Twelve goodbye until it's just Bev and Bill. There's tension whenever there's tension when she says goodbye, and then Beverly starts to walk away. But Bill runs up and grabs her and kisses her. She smiles and kisses him back and what? touches his face with her bloody hand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's still it's still dripping. <laughs> Like I'm sorry, there's like there's this sweet innocent kiss, and then of course because it's a horror movie, they have to ruin it with this bloody. Woo, woo. No, didn't bother me. No, wouldn't bother him. Bothered me. You're not kissing her. I don't know. At this point, it's like, dude, we just ran I, through fucking gross ass fungus, rat turds, blood. I do. Gray water. I have to say, for a horror movie, it's a nice touch because there appears to be this happy kind of yeah. ending. You're getting closure, but just there's something about it that's so yucky. Like, I don't want anything wet touching my neck while somebody's giving me a, a chase childhood <laughs> kiss. I mean, ugh. I think she's just lost in the moment, just touches his face, doesn't realize. I know. I mean, the color was blush or bashful. <laughs> no, the, the color was murder. <laughs> and that is the end of it. And then it says. How many chapters are there? Two. So far. They're going to make a third. Yeah. There's four chapters? Well, they're talking about it. So, in the book... Because It 1 and 2 made all the money. So... They want to do a prequel, and then there's talks that... But, like, the book is over after chapter two. It in space. No, the book no, is just, just one the book. one, and then they they, I'm, I'm saying yeah, the yeah. movies. Yeah. Isn't the book like eleven thousand pages yes. or something? So <laughs> the book it's is a chapter book. one. Did they consult with him when they did chapter two? Kind of like Doctor Sleep. No, the book. Or, the book is chapter one and two. Oh, it's the book combined. is chapter two. Yeah, the book starts with Georgia getting eaten, and then it talks talks about. Bill as a grown-up. And apparently they and go back and forth. Back and forth. Oh, oh and that would be really hard to yeah, read. Yeah, it's very hard to read. So in the movies, I'm always just, glad they split it into yeah, what happened when they were Yeah, the movie they, they cut it. They're like, okay. here's the kid shit, and then here's the grown-up shit with a little bit of kid shit because we have to explain some things. Well, that but, makes more sense. But, yeah. but, oh, I hate books that it's just you can't. Oh you're God. flipping, flopping back and forth in time and flashbacks. It's so hard to keep track I knew of that. The, I know the story, and I was getting lost. I'm like, what is this now? Um. So, what did you think? John. Hey! Um, my favorite character is Beverly. <coughs> Bev Poots. <laughs> Bev Poots. My least favorite character is the pharmacist. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Creepy motherfucker. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene is actually um, when he starts, the Pennywise does the Pennywise dance. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, my favorite line, that's a tough one. <laughs> I really, there's no lines really stand out. So I'll, I'll go with um, those birth control pills. Yeah, I have them for your sister. <laughs> it's is that birth control? Yeah, I'm saving it for your sister. Yeah, that's what you I said. line steal, stealing asshole. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. 
Um, my favorite tertiary object is the New Kids on the Block poster. Because <laughs> I think good. my sister had that. Nice. <laughs> and I'll yay it. I enjoyed it. It was good. Carly? My favorite character, I'm also going to go with Beverly. Because she's fucking badass. She is. My least favorite <laughs> character is Henry. I hated him more than I hated Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Henry? Henry's the, the super bully killer. that was going to carve oh, yeah, his name nope, to the kid's yeah, belly. Nope, pretty awful. <laughs> and shoot the cat. Yep. Because <laughs> he was going to shoot the cat. Yeah. You know that, right? That tipped the Only edge. because he was going to shoot the well, cat. Well, what tipped it the first time was the writing his name. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. It knocked the power of mullet right <laughs> off the mullet. And that was a mullet, people. <laughs> but Tony and I were talking about it. As terrible as that character is, that actor did a really good job being a scary yeah, motherfucking scary. boy. <laughs> it's like yeah, because he plays Voldemort, everybody hates him. Well, because well, normally in these, like I said to you, normally in these movies, the bully is right. kind of a joke. Like, like in these other movies we've been seeing lately, you're like, this bully outweighs me by three pounds. Like, I'm not really scared. No, this, of this is guy. a fucking bully. This guy's yeah. like, he screams in your face while he's punching you. Like, this kid's scary. Yeah, yeah. and like, it's actually shit. like he's not just like psychological torture, which a lot of bullies are. Like, he's. He's legit. Go back him. it up. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna carve my name in your fucking name stomach. Your stomach. Oh, Jesus. My favorite line was when they went to Beverly's house and they left Richie outside, and he said, "What do I do if her dad comes home?" And they say, "Do what you always do, talk." And he says, "It, it's a gift." <laughs> Uh, my favorite scene is the Rock War because they stood up to the bullies. And that was probably the first time they ever did that. And they helped Mike, and now he's going to be part of their club. And my favorite tertiary object was the cast with loser lover written on it. I thought that <laughs> oh, was Oh, were we supposed funny. to pick our favorite loser club member? Well, I was going to say that, but I figured you're probably going to pick one of the kids anyway, because who else? Everybody else character. is terrible in this movie. <laughs> Horrible monster people. Elaine's favorite still the coup. Well, it's always going to be the coup. And I'll give it a yay. I I respect that this is a good horror movie. Wow. It's I'm not good a horror movie. fan, but I do want to watch the second part and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. All right. My second one's not as scary. So my favorite character is Eddie, the hypochondriac. <laughs> I fucking there is an AIDS epidemic, you know. I fucking love that kid. He's just. I fucking love that kid. Uh, my least favorite character is Beverly's dad, and um, yeah. I just can't with that. There's some creepy adults in this movie. I was like, least favorite character, everybody who isn't in the Losers Club. <laughs> These people are terrible. Yeah. I almost wanted to pick... Even the librarian, right? All of them. I almost picked as my favorite character the person who did the uh, special effects, because mm-hmm. the fucking shit was real good. But Beverly's dad was so upsetting yes. that I can't deal with it. My favorite uh, scene is the Rock War. Because I just like bullies getting their comeuppance. And I kind of like that the Losers Club won. Because generally, they wouldn't have won. And they would have had to run away. But they actually... I mean, in most movies, even when you stand up to the bullies, it never ends well. But I kind of like that they did win. Especially since there's seven of them. Yeah. (laughs) And three of them. It's like... But... uh, a lot of rocks coming your way. My uh, favorite... My backup favorite line is, Go blow your dad, you mullet-wearing inbred. (laughs) And then double burns. My favorite tertiary object is going to be Pennywise's balloons, just because they're they're cool. They mm-hmm. there's something about them that is really eye catching. Oh, but if I I told Lane if you wake up and there's a red balloon over the bed, 
Mm-hmm. She, my, did, she didn't like him then. Oh, God, John was so fucking creepy while we were watching this movie. <laughs> Even Tony though I just kept quiet. He kept laughing at me every time I was wearing a turtleneck sweater and I just would pull it over my head when I would get too scared. <laughs> and I there are chunks of this movie what that I sweater? A turtleneck. Oh. It protected me, thank there God. There you go. Um well te- Pennywise is real fierce or turtle, so it right. helped protect me. <laughs> um Well, there's that too. I, I mean, there are chunks of this movie where I was only listening to it because I couldn't watch because I was so scared. And I suppose it does what a horror movie is supposed to do. I don't want to yay this movie, but I don't want to nay it. And I don't even want to give it a may, may bay. So can I abstain <laughs> <laughs> from rating this movie? No, you have give to give it whatever rating you want to. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to have to give it a yay because it's a very well-made movie. Ooh, it did everything that it was supposed that? to do. But I don't want to recommend this to anybody. And I would never say you should watch it. You should see the shock on Tony's face. It just is so upsetting. I don't like it. It's a, it's a yay. You already said it right there. I know. It's so upsetting. Also... That sounds like everyone wants to see a single one. I'm not watching. I'm, we are not ordering a pizza and watching it, too. I just can't handle it tonight. It's too late in we the day. We don't do it tonight. It's too late in the day. I have weekend. work to do, too, when I get home. It's too late I'm not ready day. for school tomorrow. I'm just saying. It's, too, it's already It's already 3.30 in the afternoon. It's too late in the day for me to watch a school. All right, calm down. There's what about around February 9th-ish? <laughs> as long as it's 1 p.m. Ish. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> favorite character, Richie. Although Eddie, Bev, and Bill were all close. Richie. Tell me you love Richie. Richie's all God, awesome. he's such a twat waffle. We heard you the Tell first 16 Do you times. know I that really... review he read where it was like, who is watching this and thinking these kids are funny? Tony. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Richie is he's the only one that never, re- that where we don't really get to see his fear. Yeah. Which really bothers me. Because he doesn't have any. Uh, his fear false. is clowns. Well. <laughs> but like we don't get to see anything scary with clowns or puppets until he's in the crack den. Actually, yeah. we see the scary thing with the clowns in the first scene of the movie. Yeah. You know, you know the clown in the sewer. Yes, but that's I not Richie. Was just that's not happening to Richie. <laughs> <laughs> um, least favorite character is obviously Bev's dad or Henry's dad. Pick one. You know, they're terrible. My favorite scene what is. What about Greta's dad? Yeah, I can't believe you picked Greta's dad over Greta's uh, dad is Bev's dad, who's obviously molesting his daughter, as opposed to Greta's dad, who's just kind of Joe Biden his way through life. <laughs> my favorite scene is uh, when they curb stop Pennywise, and my favorite line is Richie's monologue. You know where he, yes. where he basically he's like, you know, fuck you, I hate you, and then well your friends in trouble. All right, fine, I'll help you, and then his friend's gonna die. And he's like, nah, fuck that. You know, it's really cool. And he does it again after they're blood packed, where he's like, I yeah. fucking hate you. I'll see you tomorrow. And they all start <laughs> Favorite tertiary object is the baseball bat that Richie beats Pennywise to death with. Mm-hmm. Because how many films, I said, how many films do you see a monster kill hundreds of children? And then at the end, they beat the shit out of this monster. Freddie might get stabbed once or twice. You know, Jason got punched in the face once, but they beat the shit out of Pennywise. You know, that's pretty cool. And of course, I'll get this. <laughs> Yay! All right, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Twitter at L Movie Podcast on Instagram at L Movie Podcast Talk. So you can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you saw this movie and what you thought. Who's your least favorite character? <laughs> <laughs> I mean the list is long. Oh, it's pretty much I this is long and distinguished, so is my Johnson. <laughs> 
Anybody get the movie? Anybody? Anybody? Top Gun and this one. There you go. He says it earlier. He's like, I heard the list was as long as my Johnson or something like that. And Stan says, So not nice. long at all. Not very long. <laughs> Next week. On the podcast. It's Carly's pick. For Thanksgiving? No. Uh, no, it's just November. It's November. It would um, be your Thanksgiving pick. I did not pick a movie until we were on our way here. And I was wow, like, wait, wait till the last fucking oh, minute. Oh, <laughs> crap. I didn't pick a Shit, movie yet. I've picked movies like, like, and next week my all the time, I'm like, uh... <laughs> my next movie will be the first in a two-part retrospective. Oh, yeah. shit. We have that in common. Yeah. Um, so then, I was like, you know, a movie I've always kind of wanted to do, but I didn't think I could? Guess what? The Metacritic is low enough that I'm going to do Under the Tuscan Sun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was going to try to pick, like, a fall movie, but mm. I just... Thanks, Killing. I don't have time to try to find new movies. <laughs> I'm fine with this pick. Carly's favorite movie for a long time. Welcome long back time. to the podcast, Diane Lane. Yeah. Look, for the longest time, if you want to know what we're referencing, go back and watch that Street Fire episode. There's only two movies I was aware that Carly had ever seen: <laughs> Pride and Prejudice, the miniseries, and I'll be the Tuscan Sun. Okay. Were you gonna play this song anyway? No. Or I was gonna play the Dear God Ecstasy song, but this is funny. Because it's red balloons. <laughs> All right. All right. Special effects in this movie were great. Yeah. It's a beautiful movie. It's just like it. I mean, I can understand why it made so much fucking money. Yeah. Well, it's a damn good flick. I don't want to watch it again though. Please don't make me.